with all the noise in the world? Do you hear the voice of God? Your calendar tells you what to do, but do you remember who you are? Being comes before doing. This is a call to put first things first. Return to the Lord with this daily pattern of prayer and devotion. Set aside this time as a sanctuary. Find a space free of distraction and follow this pattern. I'm Jeff Clater, here again with J.G. John Groff. We're in the sanctuary of Messiah Lutheran Church at Grand and Pestalozzi in South City, St. Louis, Missouri. It's Tuesday, and the focus is family. daily pattern, we're in a series called One Word. Each day we'll take one word, a feeling or circumstance, and bring a word from God to it. Let the word of God speak to your life. Making the sign of the cross, I say, Lord, I speak your name, and it identifies me. I am your child, I am part of your family. So I begin my day with your name, your name on me, the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I invite my Lord into this time, into this space. Jesus, you are the good shepherd. When I was lost, you chased me down. You laid down your life for me. You know me, and I know you. Call me by name and lead me.
I come to my God hiding nothing. I confess my sins. Forgive my sins, O Lord. Forgive me the sins of my present and the sins of my past, the sins of my soul and the sins of my body, the sins which I have done to please myself and the sins which I have done to please others. Forgive me my wasted and idle sins. Forgive me my serious and deliberate sins. Forgive me those sins which I know and the sins which I know not, the sins which I have labored so to hide from others that I have hid them from my own memory. Forgive them, O Lord. Forgive them all. word today comes from the book of Philippians chapter 3 verses 12 through 14. I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Our meditation today is on the word regret and was written by Paul Clater. I wish I would have. If only I hadn't. Thinking back on an experience in your life, complete those sentences. Having regrets because of something we have done or said, or left undone or unsaid, is a human experience we're all familiar with. Such regrets can be as benign as, I wish I wouldn't have had that second cookie, or as serious and potentially life-altering as, if only I had married Monique instead of Geraldine. Two classic cases of regret that appear in the Bible can be found within a few verses of each other. The first from Matthew chapter 26, verse 75. Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and he wept bitterly. Three verses later we read, When Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he was seized with remorse. I have sinned, he said. For I have betrayed innocent blood. And then he went away and hanged himself. We read that in Matthew chapter 27, verses 3 through 5. Notice two things about regret. First, it's personal. It comes as a result of my words or actions. It doesn't have anything to do with circumstances beyond my control. I take responsibility. For example, we don't regret the pandemic but we may regret our response or lack of response to the pandemic. Second, regret is an emotion that causes us to dwell on the past. And it's worst, it forces us to live in the past. It's one of those negative re-words that send us backwards, to regress, to continually return to the event, remorse, even to repent, but have no other than yourself to repent to. Such was the case with Judas. He took responsibility for his sin, but with no one to whom he felt he could repent, his regret caused him to regress into despair and finally suicide. On the other hand, Peter's regret of his shameful denial ultimately drove him, through sincere repentance, to the very one whom he had denied. 
On a cross less than 24 hours later, Jesus would eliminate forever any need for regret. Peter's and ours. Having taken from all of us the burden of our past through the forgiveness of sin. Much like the end of one's life, the beginning of a new year is a good time for us to reflect on those things that cause us regret. Like, I wish I had spent more time with the people I love. I wish I had worked less. I wish I had forgiven more. Instead of regressing into these regrets, though, now is the time to progress through and forgive our past into the joy of living for him who died for us and rose again. Truly a life of no regrets. Like St. Paul, who certainly had much of his life that he could regret, we can confidently say, I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Our verse for today. We pray. Shepherd me, Lord Jesus, beyond my failures and weakness, my sins and my regrets, throughout the years of this life and into life eternal. Amen. A prayer for family. Father, I pray for my family, those you've given to me, those in my immediate family, parents, spouse, siblings, those in my extended family that you have given to me, cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents. Lord, I pray for close friends who are like family to me. They are as brothers and sisters to me. Lord, I pray for those who don't have families or whose families are broken. Lord, I pray for forgiveness and reconciliation where there is division in my family, for provision where there is need in my family. Oh God, I pray for you to be the one foundation, your cross at the center of my family and my close relationships. And Lord, I pray for a a generation yet unborn future family members that you have in mind. All these things, Lord, all my closest relationships, I submit to you and ask for your grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.